You are listening to the She Speaks podcast. The She Speaks podcast is here to normalize our experiences in life and business by sharing our stories of rising from the proverbial ashes of our real life trials and tribulations. When we share our experiences, we give others permission to keep putting one foot in front of the other, remember to breathe, and to never, ever leave the power of our promising futures on the table. Tune in weekly for fresh new content that will inspire you to share your story too. Hi, my name is Sarah Glendening. Today, I'm here to talk to you about how you are the only person that gets to decide what you are capable of and that your failures and struggles do not get to define what you can achieve and that if you believe in yourself, you can overcome adversity to have the life of your dreams. I'm going to start by asking you a question. Has anyone in your life ever told you that you can't or won't do something that a particular life or goal is unreasonable or unattainable for you? I have, and I'm here to tell you that they were wrong, that no one has the power or privilege to make those decisions except you. At seven years old, I was diagnosed with a visual perceptual disorder, which directly impacted my ability to learn. To describe it simply, I would recognize a small case letter B as a P, a D, or a B. A zero was an eight because my brain could not tell the difference between them. This directly impacted my ability to read, write, and perform math. And at the same time, my parents were told that due to my learning disability, it was unlikely that I would graduate from high school, that the dreams of a post-secondary education were unrealistic. Y'all, I was seven years old. I hadn't even had the chance to prove what I was capable of doing to the world yet. Assumptions were based on the results of children that came before me, and provincial test data that stated I wasn't capable of reaching for more. After this diagnosis, I was placed in a special education program and began receiving extra help at school. My parents enrolled me in a vision improvement program that focused on letter and number recognition. Through this program and repetitive activities, I slowly trained my brain to recognize letters and numbers consistently, which made reading and writing easier. For grade three, I was placed in a reduced class where the learning plan was focused on the basics, reading, writing, and math. Through that year, I slowly improved and things became easier, but then there was the shock. On the last day of grade three, my mom picked me up from school. As I pulled my report card out of the envelope, she pulled it from my hands and simply told me that I would not be going into grade four with my friends the next year, that I had not completed all of the grade three requirements, science, history, geography, art. I needed to catch up on them before moving into grade four. I have spent nearly 30 years of my life defined by being a failure, attached to the belief that I did not deserve to have the life that I wanted, regardless of what that looked like or what I did to achieve it, because I was not capable of an extraordinary life. That I was not capable, no matter how hard I worked, it would never be enough to bring my dreams to reality. I completed a nursing degree out of spite, the need to prove the school system wrong. 
to prove that I was capable of anything that I set my mind to, and at a minimum, I was committed to doing the work that it would take. Because if I was able to prove them wrong, that I was capable of completing a post-secondary education, then the wound created by my elementary school experience would finally heal. That I would finally prove and believe that I am capable and worthy of a different life. But let me tell you how wrong I was. My wounds did not magically heal on graduation day. But listen when I tell you that I did have a graduation day, that I did complete a degree, and I am a registered nurse because I followed my heart and not my mind. My mind created stories, limiting beliefs, that based on what others said, I was not capable of this achievement, not smart or dedicated enough. My mind was not sure that I could actually do it, but my soul said that I could because I, was, because I am capable and I'm willing to do whatever it takes. No one else gets to decide what I can or cannot do in this life. But here's the thing. I never should have had to prove anyone wrong. I never should have questioned my capabilities or my worth because the future abilities of a child should not be projected when they are seven years old before they've been offered support and given a chance to prove what they are capable of. This is not an attack against teachers. I am who I am today because of 90% of the teachers I had through grade school who worked with me, my parents, and support staff to ensure that I was supported and given the best possible chance at the future. In the middle of, of 2020, a pandemic, I reached the breaking point. I was burnt out, experiencing compassion fatigue and searching for what was next. No longer wanting to be a nurse, I started to invest in myself, a combination of therapy and mentorship, a deep dive into my past. I have learned so much about how my life experience has created who I am today, that even though I completed a degree, I still believed that I did not deserve more. But I also learned how my definition of failure has held me hostage in my life. I took the word failure personally. It became part of the identity of who I am. I have spent so much of my life running from failure and in turn running from who I am. It has held me hostage from going after my dreams because I did not feel that I was capable or deserving of bringing them to life. I would unconsciously sabotage myself, buying into the limiting belief stories that I would create to satisfy the deep down need and belief that I did not deserve the outcome because that kind of life was not possible for me. I did, was not deserving of a life that I craved, all while still trying to fill the constant need to prove to the world that I am not a failure. Until I started to work on myself, I never saw how when I, when I was continually fighting the limitations dictated by others and myself, and at the same time, constantly trying to prove that I could to both myself and the world, all I felt was that I was not enough. My dreams were not going to become a reality because I was not enough. Through this work that I have done, looking into my past, I have learned that actually, I do not need to prove that I can because I finally believe it. I can see that I have. I can make my dreams come true. And that is why I'm recording this podcast today, because I know that I am capable, worthy, and enough. 
I now have the courage to disprove my limiting beliefs because I am no longer also fighting to prove my worth. It is why I am now an author, a lifelong dream to share my story. I am finally proud of who I have become. I have another question for you. What is the belief that you are carrying that is holding you back from going after your dreams or goals? <clears throat> I have learned that failures are just lists lessons given a negative title and how I respond to it shapes who I am. I now know that I am not a failure. I saw having to repeat grade three negatively because I saw my life going in a specific direction, which at the time was going through grade school with my friends. But failure was the world's way of pointing me in a different direction. If I had not done grade three twice, I would not have the life that I have today. It has shaped me and it is a part of who I am. Failure was a force stopped, a way of the world telling you to change or pivot what you're doing. I now see it as a gift, the gift of time. I needed to slow down, to catch up, and I didn't do anything wrong. I started before I was ready, and I needed time for my brain to develop so that I could excel. I did not experience this to have things taken away from me. But instead, it gave me the opportunity to live the life of my dreams. It took me nearly 30 years to learn this lesson, a lesson that I am beyond grateful for. For so long, I viewed my worth based on the fact that I was a failure, and thus I was not worthy or capable to have the life of my dreams. I was so wrong. I have two more questions for you. One, where in your life do you believe that you have failed? or have been told that you have failed? Two, is there a bigger lesson here? Was it truly a blessing and not a curse? Growing up, I was supported, family, teachers. I was surrounded by people that believed that I could and I would do whatever I wanted to do. I would make an impact in this life. I was given every opportunity within their means, support that I am thankful for, but I did not believe it. I did not believe them. I did not believe them when they said that I would do more. I believed that no one around me understood what I was going through. And because of this, they were unable to relate. Unless, and thus, there was no way that what they said was true. Because if they knew what I was experiencing, then they would know how hard it was for me and would understand that I was not capable of doing more. It is crazy how we talk to ourselves, what we convince ourselves to believe, believe and justify playing small. Because playing small is so much easier than taking the risks and showing up fully as ourselves. Because ignoring what my support system said and focusing on how hard everything was, I was able to play small, which meant that I didn't have to put myself out there or risk failing again. Growing up, Every time I would begin to feel normal or equal to those around me, something would happen that would ensure I was reminded of how different and incapable I was. I was not willing to fail again because it hurt so damn much and I needed to protect myself at all costs. And although I went through nursing school, easily one of the hardest things I have done in this life, there are two things that motivated me more than fear. One, the need to make my parents happy and end the constant questioning of what I was going to do in this life. 
Two, the school system was wrong, and I had to prove that. But outside of school, I continued to play small in my life, afraid to show up as my true self. Happy to settle with contentment, afraid of stepping outside of my comfort zone. Last question. Are you playing small in your life? Why? Are you ready to step into what you can truly do? Through therapy, mentorship, and altering how I view the story of my life, I now see how brave, strong, and capable I am. I believe that I can do so much more if I step out of my fear and into who I am. By seeing my life in this new light, I have accomplished things I never actually imagined doing, but things I always wanted to do. I am an author, and I have now been on two podcasts. There is no, there is no, so much more for me in this life, and I am excited to see where it goes. The possibilities are endless. And as this podcast comes to an end, I want you to know that if you have ever been told by someone else that you are not capable, or if you have questioned if you can do something, that you can. No one but you gets to decide what you are capable of or what you will do in this life. Know that if you have failed, it does not have to define or stop you. It is a gift from a higher power pointing you in a different direction. Stop, reassess, and try again. And that your biggest superpower is your belief in yourself. You are your number one cheerleader. And that if you do not believe that you can do something, what others think will not propel you forward alone. You have to believe that you can, even just a little. Commit to doing the work and take the first steps. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the She Speaks podcast. If you like this episode, please be sure to send us a five-star rating and review on iTunes to help us reach more listeners. For more information on our publishing services, please visit us at www.gcwpublishing.com.